Hello, Gaston County. Welcome to episode number 70 of Gaston's Great, a podcast, a podcast, I think, highlighting some of the great things happening in and around Gaston County. I'm your host, Stephen Long, and we are continuing to come to you from the international headquarters of GSM Services right here in downtown Gastonia as we look forward to having some great discussions in the coming weeks and months. We simply believe in discussing more of the reasons why Gaston's great. We have another great organization this week as we highlight the McCaddenville Women's Club. We have Ashley Westmoreland, Kristen Turner, and Roxanne Rankin with us today. Ashley is past president and chairman of the Christmastown 5K. Kristen is a past president and chair of publicity. Sorry, I had to work on that one. And uh, Roxanne apparently is everything there is about the McCaddenville Women's Club. Historian, past president. Renaissance woman, everything McCadden. So we're very fortunate to have you guys here, and, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So we are going to get right to it. So maybe start with um, you, Ashley. Just maybe tell us a, a little bit about yourself, anything you'd like to share. And then uh, we'll get into the organization after that. Ashley Westmoreland. I've been a resident of McCaddenville uh, for, since 2013. I'm a resident of Gaston County and native of Gaston County. So Raising children in McCaddenville is everybody's dream. You get to walk your kids to school, and it's just a great place to be. Very good. Kristen, how about you? Kristen Turner, actually same year as McCaddenville as you. I don't know if I realized that. Um, and I have a daughter in middle school, and um, we just stay busy this time of year. Very good. Roxanne? I'm Roxanne Rankin, and I am a fourth-generation McCaddenville resident. Oh, wow. Raised there, did everything McCaddenville growing up. Excited to be here today to talk about our organization and about all things McCaddenville. Very good. So moving right on to the to the club. So Roxanne, maybe stay with you. What can you tell us? <laughs> what is the organization? Maybe a little history. You know, anything the the mission. What what are purpose and just anything you'd like to share about sure. the organization? The organization was started in 1954, and I think at the time, uh, you know, it was a group of women because in in the 50s, everyone who lived in McCaddenville worked for Far Yarns, right. Okay. And so the wives just sort of formed this club, and they started working with FAR. Two years later, they started the McCampbell Beauty Pageant and did things like taking underprivileged children, you know, gifts and things like that at Christmas and just doing small things. Um, as the 60s rolled around, people like my parents and uh, started, you know, having babies. And my mom and a lot of her friends joined the woman, uh, the women's club, and it just sort of changed through the years. Each generation brings their own uniqueness uniqueness I guess to the club and it just grows every year I mean every with every generation as it goes okay. along so it's been kind of cool to watch because as a child of the <coughs> 70s um, <laughs> uh, I was often with my mom at the different things they did and one of the things they did in 1970 was to form the McCampbell Young at Heart Club which is still in existence today and I'm one of the chaperones for that okay. so it is, it is pretty cool. We've done a lot of things through the years, and we don't have nearly enough time to talk about it, but it, it has been pretty cool for me. So I got to watch the club sort of morph through the 70s and 80s and 90s, and then I joined in the 2000s, and now with all the new residents in town, have an opportunity to see it even grow even more with social media and things like that, and with, and with members like Kristen and Ashley who, who can think outside the box and see, see the future. Is there a specific, um, for lack of a better term, mission or purpose, or is there something you guys are specifically trying to accomplish for the town? Or Well, this goes back to 1954, okay. and Good. McCampbell Women's Club, we stand for the betterment of our community, 
and the purpose is to secure united effort in the development of ourselves, our homes, and our community. Our colors are green and white, and our symbol is the dogwood. Huh. Okay, very and good. And we have held that since 1954. All right, so that's very good. So, Kristen, what about you? What is your role? How did you get involved with the organization? Just can you share what, what you, anything you'd like to share there? Well, <clears throat> excuse me. I, like I said, moved to McAdenville in 2013, early 2013. And um, one of the biggest things that we do is we sell shirts around Christmas, the Christmas Town Apparel. Um, sweatshirts, hoodies, and every year has a different design on it. And um, I kind of dabbled in design work, graphic design work on the side, not professional by any means, but um, they were having an issue. I wasn't in the club, but they were having an issue with that year's shirt and what they were going to put on it and some problems coming up. And so one of my neighbors came to me and said, can you help? And so the rest is history, and I think I've helped design every shirt since 2013 at this point pretty right, close so, so, pretty so, close to it so some of the ones that i have in my yes. exercise drawer from running it is that you're yes. you're responsible for that yes. okay well they're they're fantastic well thank you she's okay. very talented yeah. very talented so ashley what about you how would you answer that about getting it how you, what's your role how did you get involved and well um when you're in McCaddenville, we're a very small town, and um, all of the <laughs> boards kind of run together. So I uh, started out with the McCaddenville PTO, which was very active because we have children there, um, and then quickly joined the McCaddenville Women's Club just to kind of learn what was going on in town. Uh, the Christmas Town 5K was the new fundraiser that we had started that year, and uh, I was training for the 5K. I'd never ran one before, and I accidentally volunteered to help Roxanne with volunteers and then I've never ran a race since. So um, I've actually <laughs> never even got to run for the 5K because I've always been um, on the organizational committee. So worked with Roxanne to kind of learn the ropes and have been the race director leading the 5K for the past several years. This is year 10. So okay. um, we're very excited. We've really come a long way. We started out with like a thousand runners we're up to 13 the first year 50. we had 600 600 okay, okay. see wow. she knows a lot yeah. um that year i was not in the club <laughs> i was just a, a resident so with the 5k it's grown a lot um with i also serve for the far ymca board so with the board of the y and the pto and the race we really work with the other nonprofits in town to kind of help with their missions and support their missions and also with the other businesses in town to support you know us um, with the 5K as well as the other, um, you know, the YMCA and the schools. So as part of the 5K race director, we, we're very busy. Our race um, will be in, uh, what, nine days, eight days? Yeah, we're recording um, this on November 16th. So, yes. days. so just, ten uh, just days. a few days. Yep. So 10 days. So this is the race shirt. Of course, everybody in Gaston County will have it by the time it airs. Um, but this, but is the, this is the world exclusive, even though it's going to be a week after, right. a few <laughs> days after the race. This is yeah. actually a sample, so you're very lucky reveal. to see okay. it. So yeah. Kristen designed this as well. Um, so Kristen helps on the 5K as well as Roxanne. Um, we're a small but mighty committee. The 5K was just um, an opportunity to really get involved and to be part of something that was new and really needed, you know, someone to kind of come in and, and be part of it because no one was owning those spaces um, yet. So very excited, and um, that's where so, we spend so all our time. So can we call out the the – is it the elf that typically <laughs> runs, or I've seen in promotional yes, videos? Yes. Who Who is that? Who is that, that Ashley? So uh, our uh, McCaddenville Women's Club has a mascot, um, a mascot. by accident. Uh, my husband, Andy Westmoreland, which 
I really wish he would have come and dressed as Buddy today, but he declined. Buddy, that's right. He does very um, well. During the 5K and a couple of times during Christmas, he will uh, dress as Buddy the Elf and entertain McCaddenville. So he's got isn't a striking it, resemblance to We need to, to tell the backstory as how isn't that it, happened. Isn't it possible to find some YouTube videos oh, of him? Okay. Probably. Okay. We can tag them in so whatever what's the, you need So what's the backstory? To. Anything we can embarrass him about? Well, sure. the, the, first, the very first race in 2013, actually, um, I've lived in several houses in McCaddenville, but I was renting a duplex um, at the time, me and my son, and uh Andy and I were just dating, and he wanted to run in the 5K. It was brand new, and it was starting and finishing in the backyard of Legacy Park, which is where my backyard was. And so we rushed down from the mountains, and Andy um, put on this Buddy the Elf costume to run the race, and it was a costume contest. So um, he entered the costume contest, and because Roxanne thought he was, thought Will, he Ferrell. was Will Ferrell, he won the costume. Well, now, I wasn't the judge, but I was the one handing she out the prizes. The whole time she's going – is it him? Is when it I him? First, well, <laughs> what you have to know is Will Ferrell, of course, the movie yeah, was Elf. filmed, Legend of, what was it? Was it Talladega Nights? Oh, Talladega Nights. Talladega Nights. So he's been here. Okay, that's and right. a lot of, that was, a lot of that was filmed in McCaddenville. I forgot about that, Lowell, yes. Here in downtown yes. Gastonia. <laughs> and so, and he had been right where we had where the race was. He had been all over McCaddenville. Will Ferrell had actually been there and been all over McCaddenville. That's hilarious. And so that's I good. see him from a distance, and it's our first race, and, you know, everybody's stressed out and kind of running around. And I'm thinking, is it? You know, finally, when I got close enough, I could tell it wasn't. But I really thought it was him. I'm like, okay, he heard about this. He's come back. He's, you know, That's this awesome. is great. But, yeah, Andy uh, Andy does a great job. We're very, very fortunate. He's just not as funny as Will Ferrell. Yeah. Well, he's well, a close second. He's, he's a close second. Funny looking, maybe. He's very funny looking. Yeah, he has a striking resemblance to uh, Will Ferrell. When he goes out on, on a random December night in McCaddenville. It is like Disney World. Oh, that's he has to have a handler. People yeah. ask for photos and autographs. It takes it is, hours to come hysterical. back. Hysterical. Does it have like an entourage? Yes. Uh, we yes. are his entourage. <laughs> yes. So you've mentioned, um, obviously, the, the race, and that's a big thing. Are there any other initiatives, things that you're involved with, um, you know, within the community or that you might want to share? And this is a question for all of you. We have um, several things that we do on a consistent basis. One is we have a scholarship okay. that's managed um, through the Community the Foundation. Yeah. It is for McCaddenville residents, or a parent can live in McCaddenville. Um, so we work every year to hand out money to students going to college um, from our local town. So that's one thing. And, of course, our two big fundraisers fund all of these different initiatives throughout the year. We also, the past two, three years, have funded um, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Oh, yeah. So that's yeah, really exciting because we go to these events, at this event, and, you know, they've got all the sponsors up, and, you know, Little McCabinville Woman's Club is up there with, oh, you know, good, yeah. Duke Power and yes, GSM. Yeah, we've, yeah. Done that. we've done that from the beginning. Yeah, yeah great, so, I mean, we get event. we get to help that kind of thing. And, you know, McCabinville has, you know, the one little school, and there's – well, there, I think there might be two fifth grades right now, but for a long time there was one fifth grade. Right. So it was, it's kind of a rite of passage for those kids because it's not a situation at these other elementary schools where they're trying to decide who gets to go. In McCaddenville, if you're in the fifth grade, you get to go to sure. argue smarter than a fifth grader. So it's a really great thing for us to, you know. Um, Haven't you participated in that? I did yeah. last year. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> but we didn't win, did we? Well, we're you know, coming back well, at you for you know when <laughs> and the last time I was on the team, you know we we won. Mm. Oh well, I will say uh, in was it twenty twenty <laughs> before everything shut, shut down, down. Um, Buddy the Elf represented us and won the dance off with yes. um, West, West the Wildcat, Wildcat, who was James, James Jones. Jones. 
who is a friend. The, the school, the school so, mascot has. We got a. That's one so of the things James we did. James and Andy were yes. In a dance also hall. a video yes. I can send you. That's a video. All right. Yes. That that segues <laughs> into something good. Um, while I'm thinking about it, is someone bailed on us. Um, someone that I've known for a very long time, and we just mentioned James. Somebody's related to her, uh, but Kelly Jones. I had this whole thing prepped that we were going to talk about. We're going to go back to our, our years at Ashbrook and just how great it was. And you're not here. She's not here. However, <laughs> apparently, we've got a better guest anyway. And, That's right. And Kristen. So, you know, Kelly, maybe next time when, maybe next I don't time. know. Um, or maybe maybe I'll just ask James to come yeah. next time I mean, instead. So, yeah. sorry, Kelly. But I couldn't <laughs> let, I couldn't let that get let that go. Um, so, any I mean, so any other things that, that are going on? What about um, – you're all three of you. Your time at the within the club, um, something you're most proud of accomplishing, something that just stands out, like wow, that was really. Besides Buddy the Elf, <laughs> I think the five K is huge. It, it, listen, it is. It's I a, mean, it's, it's huge. A, it's a, it has become something that, yes. like you know, I mentioned before we started recording, my F three group who uh, has become involved uh, with it with um, their Need for Need for Speed group, um, and um, so. You know, it's just a big thing that we look forward to, you know, yes. every, every every single year. I know a lot of people do. And the fact that it sells out so quickly, I mean, yes. you know, we're, I know, I, I, I think I'm, I guess I'm on the email list or maybe social media where I see it. We got this many spots left, this many spots left. Yep. So, um, so again, that's. Um, I think that, this year we have 17 states represented. Really? Yeah. Oh, Washington, wow. Alaska. So it's, it's and, and Gaston County on the map. That means talk over your that's head. all right. The lady from Alaska is from Gaston County. Okay, that's she interesting. She comes back, back every to year to run this race. She comes and visits her mom. Isn't she, she from North Pole, Alaska? Yes. Yes, Fantastic. she lives. Uh, <laughs> her mom, she graduated place. from Hunter Hush. She's my age. She graduated the same year. And she comes every year, and she runs it. The Gazette did a story. I think it was last, last year. year. Oh, that's cool. But, yeah, and that, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. So um, can you think, are there any um, – not just the race, but anything you got initially you guys have done, whether it's like this, maybe the scholarship or something. Can you come up? Is there a anecdotal story, a family you've impacted, an individual impacted, or, or another organization or group that you've impacted, you know, in the community that you could kind of maybe share with our listeners? Well, one of the things that um, I'm super proud of the club to be able to do is we are a nonprofit and we sure. have, you know, two fundraisers that we actively do in the Christmas um, holiday time and then the community foundation in April. But one thing that we do is we try to support the other nonprofits in the community as well, okay. as much as we possibly can. Um, the Carolina, um, the Catawba River Keepers have recently joined us as a neighbor, which has been very exciting to see what they've done in McCaddenville. And so we're annual sponsors for them. Um, we often, you know, show up for their projects that they need. We, there's two canoe launches in McCaddenville. The McCaddenville Women's Club has been uh, part funding on both of those. We helped the boathouse put in an informational sign when they first got started. And uh, our new uh, exciting item is there's going to be an educational fish tank in the River Rooms uh, training facility. Okay, so that's cool. We get to do that. Um, also, the school, um, like Kristen said, it's a small school. It is a Gaston County school, but there's only 160 to 190 kids there. So it's small, and um, the club does a really good job of sponsoring them every year, um, you know, putting new signs in when they need it or, you know, just beautifying the area if they need help with the grounds, um, buying books, that kind of stuff. Um, and then the YMCA, of course, is, is a big part of us. Um, they're, the building that the YMCA actually occupies is the community center is what right. McCaddenville residents call it. And um, 
that's where we have historically met. And so that building is very close to our heart. And so we do, um, with the 5K funding, um, we also put some of that in to help with the building updates every year. So a good chunk of the 5K goes in to help um, push, you know, to renovate that building and keep that building um, looking great and up to, up to speed. And um, also the sports. We work with the sports as well and sponsor those. Yeah, so that's a, we'll, we'll make sure we mention this before we're finished, but I went to the website, and I think that was the first thing that came up when you talk about um, community or something. I don't remember the tab, but, yeah, it was a, like a soccer player or yeah, a flag football player or something. Yeah, yeah. Jersey. yeah, 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 that was, um, that was good. good to see. So um, looking ahead, I mean, what do you – what do you guys foresee the organization looking like? And, you know, you get that classic question, five or ten years down the road. But it doesn't, ha- doesn't have to be five or ten years down the road. But just what, what does the future hold for the McCaddenville uh, Women's Club going, in, going ahead? Besides the obvious 5K, is there any other plans you have, guys have? or? Um, I think McCaddenville is just changing so much right. this year, especially new businesses, um, just, you know, different look, feel. Um but I think it's still the same small town, right? you know, in many ways. But I just think we have to be flexible and just, you know, moving forward, just, I don't know, go with whatever, you know, happens and changes in the town. So we're open to new ideas and do what we have to. Roxanne, knowing the history like you do, um, what would you – is there something you can point out? What's the biggest change you've seen over time with the, with the organization? With the club? Yeah. The move on to, with social media, the, okay. the 5K certainly has helped. Um, I remember a time when people would come to my parents' door to buy the T-shirts. You know, they were stacked up in boxes. And, and just to watch the watch it grow and, and, and watch what social media has done, being able to have a website, have ship, uh, the shirts shipped out and things like that, um, that's been big. And, of course, the 5K has been huge. The very right. first year, um, I was very honored I am now at the time I was a little stressed out but it was a lot of fun and I think we saw the potential there and it just has morphed into a premier race in the southeast I mean you know you read about it hear about it and so that's been the biggest change I think is just watching how everything has slowly all become on social media and you don't have to worry about tracking down a club member to buy your shirt, or we don't have to stand out in front of the community center on a cold November day trying to sell them, you know, and yeah, things that's, like that. That's probably, I guess, one of the positives of social media is, right, is the, is the ease of getting messages out and yes. recognition. Um, and so, which is, to me is kind of what social media really was originally <laughs> supposed to be, right? For. Intended <laughs> for, right? It's social. It's not, yes. you know psychotic like, <laughs> like it can be in some in some areas um how many members are there in the club do you know 40 40-ish we've we've ebb and flow every year but for COVID, COVID yeah. took us down a little yeah. just because we who wants to meet virtually yeah, we along, still hung in there <laughs> along with so many other yes. you know organizations and groups but we're you know the neighborhood has been a big change in McCaddenville sure. you know and so with all those new residents there's so many great residents there that are not part of the club yet. And so, you know, as we work to kind of bring those in, I think that's really going to change the landscape of the club as well. Okay. So I'm going I'm to I'm ask all of you to a- answer this question. Because, again, this is a podcast about Gaston County, but obviously the focus today is, you know, McCaddenville. So, um, Roxanne, I'm going to start with you on this one. So why would you say, you know, Gaston County in general and McCaddenville is better because the McCaddenville Women's Club is here? 
I think because we give back so much, we may only give college scholarships to McAdenville residents. Sure. But these residents, these, these kids come back, most of them do, and, and they contribute to the county. And just like getting involved with Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? And now this race, which benefits, we don't just necessarily, while we do support the McAdenville nonprofits, we go outside of McAdenville. If there's a need sure. at the Crisis Pregnancy Center or somewhere else, we give back to anyone who comes knocking on our door. So. Right. I think that Gaston County's fortunate to have all the nonprofits they do that, that that work together. But I think that the club, the McCampbell Women's Club, in particular, just in the last decade, has really made more of a footprint in the county than they had previously. Okay, very good. So I asked Roxanne first on purpose, so it might make y'all's answers harder. <laughs> I figured she would have a very thoughtful, um, historically based answer. But I'm going to ask Kristen. I'm going to ask you that question as well. Is there anything you would add? Could add to that? I think that, I mean, you know, I think McCaddenville in December is one of the, if not the biggest tourism draws in this county, and I think that the club has elevated that. Um, you know, 17 states come in for the 5K. We work, you know, alongside, you know, the group that puts on Christmas Town USA to help promote it and add new things to it, and I do think that the visibility of that maybe has increased from the efforts that the club has put forward, and that brings, I think, a lot more money into the, our county than people give it credit for. Oh, sure. I oh, know sure. people complain about the traffic and whatnot <laughs> and think we're crazy to deal with it, but it's only a few weeks, but it really, I mean, we've I've been interviewed on a French radio station before i mean it, it really br puts gaston county on the map so to speak and i um, think the club has really elevated that with our efforts throughout the years well listen there's no question if we have i mean if i ha we have friends or family or anybody from out of town um that comes in around you know after thanksgiving december where are we going to take gonna them yeah. absolutely we're going to take them to, to mcadenville right and um, anyhow, I think when I was younger, and I maybe first started driving, I used to complain about that. But I, yeah, I, now I don't because it's just it's just a great you know it's a great thing to to, to be able to do. And and you're right, it is a, a, a I'm getting ready to say it's a hidden gem. I, I use that phrase. It's not a hidden gem. It's obviously just a a, a gem of for for the county. So, Ashley, what about you on that question? You know, why is Gaston County better because the, the club is here? I think one of the coolest parts of Gaston County. Um, that, that recently has kind of become more of an attraction is the Carolina Thread Trail and oh, sure. the outdoor activities for canoeing and that kind of thing. Um, McCaddenville, the canoe launch in McCaddenville that's above the dam has been there for, what, 10 years maybe? Uh, but there's a new one now after the dam. And okay, so I don't think I knew if that. you don't know where the Carolina Thread Trail is, it goes from Lowell and then it kind of gaps into Cramerton. And then McCaddenville's right there in the middle. So... We've continued that thread trail and are working to connect that so that you can get from Spencer Mountain down to yeah. somewhere in South Carolina. It's huge. That was just a recent announcement, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yep. And so we're right there in the middle of that. Um, and the club loves being part of you know any beautification in McCadville, especially that we worked a couple years ago to put a footbridge into the thread trail in our part of McCadville. And um, it, before the footbridge, you couldn't get like a stroller or a wheelchair or anything or a bike over without going into a creek. So now that footbridge is there, and, and we, we paid for the construction of that. And with just like the canoe launches and all of that development along the river, it's just been a great opportunity to, to put our funding there and to be part of that and then know that that's expanding the Carolina Thread Trail, the work of the Catawba River Keepers, and all of the South Fork in that area because it's 
awesome to canoe up there. If you haven't looked, if you haven't done any of those canoe items with the Carolina or with the Catawba River Keepers, I mean, you can like go for like three miles. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. a really cool route. So um, being part of that and knowing that the connecting piece of that is in McCaddenville has been really cool. So I got to give you a lot of credit. So what you to what you've done, you just named, let's see, episode number 14 <laughs> of Gaston's Gray, the Catawba River Keeper, and then we had the Carolina Thread Trail on, gosh, episode 25. Yeah. And you mentioned the YMCA. Yeah, and yeah. We, we had um, the YMCA. And you waited until 70 for us. I know. You should have hit us up first. But we got we you here as quickly list. as we could. <laughs> it's Kelly Jones's fault. She put us on the back end. That is correct. And the YMCA was episode 10, so there's three okay. other episodes for any of our listeners out there, especially if you're not familiar with – uh, the Catawba Riverkeeper and the Carolina Threat Trail, those are other two um, just great uh, regional, actually. Those are yes. regional um, organizations that make an impact. I had no idea how broad of a, uh, an area those two covered. So so here's actually a question I just thought of um, someone, that every listener that doesn't live in McCaddenville wants to know. What is it like living <laughs> in McCaddenville in December? Like Disney World. It is Disney. Um, no, they do not pay for our power. No. Um, <laughs> I know. No, we and, do not get, no. And no, we don't sit in the traffic. We actually have stickers on our cars uh, where the police officers that block the roads will move whatever we need to be moved so we can get in. Okay. Um, I was hoping there was like some like secret bat cave There is a bat cave entrance. There's okay. two, um, but you have to have a sticker to get through. Okay. There's a cop guarding uh, the end of it. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, Red, green, and white are the lights that are supposed to be shining. Others will put other colors out there, but that's kind of the tradition. Um, what are the other questions we get asked? People ask if you, they can use your bathroom. They get mad when you say no. It's true. Um, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. Yes, they ask you to move so they can take a picture of your house. Take their family photo on your front porch. Yes, rearrange your porch furniture for the family photo. <laughs> cool. It's well, awesome, though. It's a lot of fun. I mean, yeah, I think I mean, for our kids to be able to walk outside into Disney World every day. It's a couple of weeks. If it was all uh, year, that's no. true. Yeah. And it's only 26 days. I mean, yeah. from December 1st to December 26th. I mean, we say that now because it's November, but December 26th, we will have a huge party. And we'll be done. And when the lights go off, we'll all cheer and um, take our Christmas decorations down. Yeah. <laughs> we have 11 months to prepare for the next time. Yeah. It's Ro exciting. Roxanne, would you add anything to that or? Um, You've experienced yeah, maybe long. You, you, you experienced a little bit longer than they My have. My experience is a lot longer than theirs. <clears throat> I'm a lot older than they are, but uh, it was always cool for me as a kid too. I hear Ashley talking about the kids getting to go out. You know, we just went out during December, and you walked around until it was time to come home, or till the lights went out. And uh, when I was a kid growing up, there were it was certainly the traffic was lined up like it is now, but more people drove, more people yes. walk now. Yes. Yeah. And, and and while. We welcome everyone, and Kristen referenced it's like living in Disney World. Please don't treat it like it's Disney World. It's not. <laughs> it's not. These are private. Re yeah, these are private residences, yeah, and, and yeah. these people, the people who live there, do it just for the joy of doing it because they want to give back to to the people, to the county, to the state, to whoever's coming there. And that's been the biggest difference since I was a child growing up there is to watch the, the difference in how people treat it, just like it is that. My dad actually created the, the Christmas Town website in 1996, right at the time Internet started hitting Gaston County. Yeah, that would and be about that we started time. And yeah. he started encouraging people then to walk. And that is what a lot of people do. It is the best way to see it because when you live on the side streets, like Kristen and Ashley do, you can't drive your car there. You have to stay on the main road. It's the best way to see all the houses. The last time I actually experienced it personally was it was walking it 
It is it yeah. is the best way, you know. But uh, you know, for as much as things have changed, they kind of haven't either. You yeah. know, still the red, white, and 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 green um, lights. They're traditional lights, right? And so um, it's just I am thrilled personally to know that people are moving into town because they want to live in Christmas Town. You know what you're getting into when you come there. Yeah. And for people just to jump in and to participate and love the town that I love that I grew up in is very heartwarming to me, and, and it, it makes being in the club now with all the members and, and all the new ideas and all the new personalities so worthwhile just to see the same passion they have that I watched my mom and her generation have, you know, when right. things started changing in the 60s and early 70s. So, so I'm assuming, and <clears throat> I could be wrong, but I'm assuming the club is Macadamville residents only? Live or work in Macadamville. Okay. So, again, I'll just throw that out there because one thing we want to make sure before we finish is make sure our listeners know how they maybe could help get involved. Mm-hmm. Um, when's the, when is the, when is the next um, registration for the, you know, next year's race open up, that kind of thing, so people might be, be looking out for it. You can buy a shirt on our website. Absolutely. Okay, very or good. Or Mona's Boutique in Town in the River Room, Catawba Riverkeeper. Okay. So hoodies, sweatshirts, get them now because they're going fast. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. And for Ashley. the race next year, since this will air after the uh, race this year, um, I will say that although walking the lights is great and driving the lights is great, if you want to see the lights without cars in it, you've got to do the 5K. Yeah. So that's, that's a that's very a unique part of our race. So there's no car lights, and you get to see the town lit up as it will be in December. Uh, registration normally opens around April. Uh, we okay. may push it back a little bit because we sold out so quickly this yeah. year, okay. uh, but it's a quick sell. Yeah. The only other way to support um, the Women's Club uh, is we are part of the Community Foundation Run okay. that we do in April, um, which has been a great opportunity for us to, you know, have um, folks run for us and also have, uh, you know, the match fund for any of our donations. So um, that's the other way that we raise money. So that was episode number two. Yes, <laughs> it's great. And to to Ashley's point is, you know, the, you see, that is a good way to support organizations because of the matching funds that the community foundation puts in. So, you know, that donation can sometimes be 30, 40 percent more uh, yes. when, when it's done through the community foundation run. Yes. So so is there anything I haven't asked or should have asked um, before we kind of shift gears briefly to some Gaston County, serious Gaston County based questions? I think yeah. I mean, I've done a great job. I think Good. I think it. Um, I mean, I've learned something today, and I'm sure our listeners will, as well. So, if not, we're going to move on to the McCaddenville speed round of questions. Oh dear! All right, this is really what Andy wants to know. <laughs> if he doesn't already, this is what all your friends, all your other club members, community people that you know. This is what they really want to know about you. Yeah, Kelly. Kelly. Well, Kelly Kelly's going to miss out. Yeah. On this, you know, maybe we can, maybe I'll, maybe we can email Kelly and a- ask answers. her to, you know, since she bailed on us. Um, so, uh, Roxanne, I'll start with you. You've been here long enough in Gaston County to to answer these questions. So, favorite Tony's ice cream flavor? <laughs> oh boy, lemon. Lemon. That is a much more popular answer than i ever would have really? imagined yes and never had it i'm gonna to have to segue into another episode of a gentleman named benny cherry who's a good friend of mine who was the first person i ever heard say lemon so benny i'm giving you another hard time for maybe mm-hmm. the 10th or 11th time on a different different episodes he was on an episode as well we actually had a taste testing oh. when the 
Gaston Business Association was on, we had Tony's Ice Cream, a live, well, a recorded uh, taste test in between. It was lemon, black cherry, and grape were the three choices. Uh, actually, I think I think black cherry won. I, I don't remember. All right, sorry. I went down a rabbit hole there. Kristen, what about you? Favorite Tony's Ice Cream flavor? Um, I'm going to go with butter pecan. Oh, man, that was my dad's. That was my dad's favorite. Cookies Ashley. and cream. Cookies and cream. All right. Ashley, sun drop or cheer wine? Uh, sun drop. Sun drop? Diet, please. Diet, diet sun drop. Diet cherry lemon. Mm. Diet cherry lemon. So you're, you, you, you're in, you can't make a decision. You have to go both. <laughs> no, I want cherry lemon and diet. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm straight up hardcore sun drop. All right. No diet, no cherry lemon. Lane Sundrop. Uh, <coughs> Roxanne, favorite local restaurant? Gosh, you know, I saw that on the list. I have so many. I mean, there are so many great restaurants. You can I say mean, more than one. Yeah, I love Barrister's in downtown Gastonia. Yeah, Barrister's is good. I love, of course, Giorgio's. We, a lot of us eat at Giorgio's a lot and Cramerton. Um, I, there's just, there's so many, you know. Okay. We're talking, oh, I mean, there's always ROs. you got to love ROs. And um, my problem with ROs is it's between our, we have two facilities and it's in between the two facilities. So it's just too easy, too to, easy. <laughs> to stop. Yeah. yeah. I like Webbs. Yeah. Webbs is great. Yeah. Ashley, what about you? I'll have to stick with Kyle Fletcher's. <laughs> Kyle Fletcher's very good. Other than the um, decor on the inside. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But you know, nobody's perfect. <laughs> Ashley, a favorite outdoor activity uh, and you can't answer walking McCaddenville at Christmas uh, lights. Can favorite? I say the Christmas down 5K? No. Uh, um, I'll say. No, um, I'm, I'm kidding. You can say whatever you want. But favorite outdoor activity in Gaston, Gaston County or favorite park or anything? You uh, it's got to be the uh, the Carolina Thread Trail and the the, the river stuff with the canoes. Yeah, on. I mean, it's a great. It's great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, same. We spend a lot of time. When we, when you can literally drag a kayak or a canoe from your garage to the river. Oh, it's yeah, pretty. that's great. Yeah. 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 I'll uh, say the same thing. There are a lot of great parks in Gaston County, but the Thread Trail is right up there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right, so here's the question, the really only question that matters, and I'm going to start with you, Roxanne, and I don't know if you're um, a fan of, of sports or just colleges in general, but I'm going to ask anyway. UNC Duke or NC State? Oh, UNC. Give me something. <laughs> so now do I get edited out of the program? No, but we, you just got a sound effect that was – Yeah, yeah. Kristen? Um, I was raised by and married, now married to an NC State engineer. So, well, bless your heart and there bless you him. He must be a good soul. He is a good soul. Good soul. I'm going to go with Appalachian State University, even that though that was not an on option. Well, that's okay. Yeah, we, I'll pick Carolina it, then. If you no, if you listen to enough <laughs> episodes, yeah, there, there, that there's been more answered than those three. Appa- Appalachian for sure. Yeah, my daughter is a senior uh, at Appalachian, so um, she's had a great experience there. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's okay. Two out of three. I mean, Roxanne wasn't the only was the only one that didn't have the correct answer. Sorry, Roxanne. <laughs> um, Ashley, what is something very few people know about you? Um, I was born in California on the Camp Pendleton military base. Oh, my really? My mom was pregnant with me when she was a Marine. Oh, and, wow. And um, lived there for a couple of years before moving back to Belmont. Oh, very good. That's interesting. Kristen? I have no idea. I'm an ugly duck. <laughs> That is an unacceptable answer. <laughs> I'm second generation Charlottean. How's that? And you, couldn't, and you couldn't get over the river <laughs> quick enough? No, well, no. <laughs> Roxanne, that was a pretty weak answer, but we'll, it was. we'll go, I on, to, we'll I go on to Roxanne. Mine cannot be as, as interesting as Ashley's, <laughs> but I'm a diehard old movie fan. Spencer Tracy, Catherine Hepburn, Doris Oh, wow, Day. yeah, yeah. I, I love to watch old movies. Yeah, I have to admit that uh, 
my wife and I are TCM fans, mm-hmm. Turner Classic Movies. There's always find something good there. And frankly, with all the streaming stuff now, you can find about anything. Anything, any, anytime you want. It's, yeah, it's really that's, cool. that's really good. I, st- I got into that when I was a teenager. I really loved the old Spencer Tracy, Catherine Hepburn movies, and that just kind of... Yeah, those are those are some those are some classics. I uh, appreciate you sharing that. So this is a question I like just because I'm a big reader personally and, and pay attention to and try to learn all the time. But may Roxanne a, a book or you know blog or article or even podcast that you follow or listen to or a book that you might recommend to our listeners? Yes, I'll recommend a book that my cousin wrote. It's called My Chicken Thinks I'm a Quack by Dr. <laughs> Jennifer Smith. I recommend you read that book. My chicken thinks I'm, I'm a, a quack. quack. <laughs> all right, we that has got to make the what show kind notes. Of book is it's a real book. I know, but is it like a f- comedy? Is it a romance? She, she, no, she is pretty funny. She is a naturopathic uh, physician here. Well, not here. She grew up here, but she practices in Statesville. And she is currently working on her second book. <coughs> it's about her journey from going to be a, being a school teacher to now being a naturopathic physician who specializes in homeopathy. But by growing up in Gaston County and Stanley, some of the stories are hilarious and for those of us who grew up in Gaston County you yeah. can appreciate some of the stories that she tells so oh, that's excellent <coughs> all right that's good I don't have an Kristen, answer you want to follow you want to follow the I can't uh, follow you want to follow my chicken I just is a can't. quack I don't uh, know how I can okay so so for the second question in a row you're just <laughs> she's in the middle she's in a tough spot so she's just indifferent I am yeah. okay well we'll just move <laughs> we'll move right along to somebody that maybe has an answer <laughs> um, I'm really into children's books right now just because I have a two-year-old, uh, you know. Bless you. Good Night Moon and those kind of things. Um, no, articles, I think, right now. It's no War and Peace for the, for the not yet. two-year-old? Not, not yet. <laughs> um, he's really stuck on some, uh, on all the hard books right now, you know, because he can rip them apart at any time. Um, but most of the, I, I guess most articles right now we're reading have to do with uh, Christmas Town and <laughs> all the Christmas stuff and right. blogs about how to decorate a tree. We've been reading those for months. So, um, you know, I think we, what we're in the running, I think, for the, again, again, yes. there's a Christ- USA Today. USA Today runs like a, what is it called? best Christmas light displays every yeah. year, and they nominate us every year. It's an international contest. So are y'all, like, up for any, like, Hallmark Movie Channel well, awards? maybe, if you'll vote. I mean, have they not, like, called to ask to film a movie? In you know Montana? what, there is, actually, there is a Hallmark movie that has, that was, has brief scenes from McCadden. Okay, really? I Don't ask me the name of it. I okay. should, I could Google it real quick, but Well, yes. I would assume it's you wouldn't have the answer to that question either. <laughs> no, if I, if I, I don't. Asked. I have nothing. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's an older movie. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. I mean, yes. I was. Yes. Before the, na- the neighbor. You know how they put little shots of town. Oh, absolutely. And you'll yeah. be like, oh, that's McCadden. That looks familiar, that, yeah. Yes, that kind of thing. And it is a Christmas movie. There was it also, there was another one that was shot in downtown Gastonia as well, which I tell you, my wife could probably tell us immediately the name of probably yeah. both of those, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a huge Hallmark fan, and I have to admit that I'm okay with most of them. Mm-hmm. Is that my man card revocation yeah, there? Possibly. For, for uh, mentioning that. Um, so, good. I appreciate you um, sharing that, even though there wasn't anything too specific other than Roxanne. <laughs> on, on that particular question. But, I mean, here's my one of my favorite questions. I mean, we get... Because, again, we're talking about Gaston County and McCannville specifically today. But maybe, Ashley, start with you on this one. Um, you know, besides the McCannville Women's Club, why would you say, you know, Gaston County is such a great place? 
I love I love where we are located. I think you know you're just close enough to the mountains to be able right. to get away, and then you're you know close enough to the beach as well. You know we're saddled right here near the airport, so you can kind of get in and out. Um, I work for you know a national company and um, actually global, and so to be able to get in and out to an airport where we can get where we need to be is is a, is a great place to be. So I think the location of Gaston County is just fantastic and perfect place for us to land. Okay, very good, Kristen. How would you answer that? I think that they. Um, it's, you know, a suburb of Charlotte for the most part. So people are able to get into a big city to work and have, you know, um, entertainment and cultural events. But then also you can come over here and it's more of a, you know, norm, no, normal is not the right word. Old fashioned. I don't even know if that's the right word. Yeah, Mayberry-ish. You know, Mayberry right. And, Mayberry-ish, I, and, I, and I say right. that as a compliment. I mean, Right, I, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. And it's still a small town feel. But then we also have all these outdoor activities. And, you know, I mean, we've got mountain. We can climb the mountain. You can get on the river. I mean, there's just so much to do right here in this area. So. Absolutely. Thank you. Roxanne, how would you answer that? In addition to everything, they say, I think they've hit the nail on the head. We are a suburb of Charlotte, and I think that so many, well, all, most all the small towns now in Gaston County are starting to kind of go back to their roots of developing their downtowns and, and drawing people in for that very reason. They want that Mayberry feel. They want a more traditional home life. You may work in Charlotte. You may work in Hickory or somewhere, but they want to come home to somewhere that's a little more tradi- traditional and to something that they want to be able to relax and be able to enjoy walks in the park or go on the thread trail or go rent a kayak and, you know, go. I just think there's so much... There's so much here, and clearly by the population boom, everyone else is discovering that yeah, too. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, Gaston County. It seems like we we're a little left behind with the other counties surrounding Charlotte, but not anymore. This is it. Yeah. 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 I mean, we're the it, last it, uncharted. Yeah, territory. and and there's there's good and bad with that, yes. in, in, in my opinion. But you're correct. I mean, very rarely can you have a, a county that's so close to the beach, the mountains, and we've got a smaller mountain here in the county. You know. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's just a, such a unique place, and you're correct about McAdamal. And something simple, you know, it's been a while, but I think remember more than once, you know, my wife and I just sitting uh, right there on the main street uh, out in front of um, Floyd Black, Blackie's, you know, just nice weather, nice day. And it does feel, I don't know, disconnected from your phones and disconnected from, you know, it does feel almost like a, a episode of Andy Griffith, which I'm a huge fan of, of Andy Griffith sitting on the – him and Aunt B and Opie sitting on the front porch, you know, it kind of feels like that. And that's riding and, their bike. And, absolutely. Yeah. Neighbors talking with each other. Absolutely. So Roxanne, this next question, and this is, I, I say this probably on more than one question, but this literally is my favorite question. Um, and I'm going to start with you kind of knowing what you know now, what advice would you give your 20 year old self? To definitely lighten up, <laughs> to not take life quite so seriously <laughs> that you will get there. Most things, there are not too many things that you cannot get through easily if you just breathe and pace yourself. Yeah. And I would definitely be a little. Perspective is something else when yes, you're saying, now versus when you're 20. I think I would be a little more uh, less serious Yeah. if I had it all to do over again. I know me personally, there were some things looking back that I thought was a big deal when I was 20. Just, just was not. Kristen? Um, just calm down and trust God. Okay. He's going to. They'd be okay. Yep. That's good. Follow those two, um, Ashley. I would say slow down. I think when you're in your 20s, you're just going to college and you're excited and you're trying to get your life on track, you know, and, um, you know, ready to grow up, I guess, or do that next step. And I just wish 
I would have slowed down. You know, yeah. it'll get there and it'll come and you'll be not 20 at some point. So slowing down would have been nice. I don't remember who said this, but I'm a big quote guy too. And the, I know the team members here at GSM probably get sick of me sharing quotes and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. But um, I can't remember who it was, but it basically says the one, the only thing I'm sure about life is that it goes on. Yes. And so how you perceive that and deal with it just day to day, um, you know, is, is interesting. And so before we, um, the main point, of course, is to bring recognition to your organization. Um, so is there, how can people learn more, um, frankly, even donate, uh, anything that you want to share about how they can find more information out and make sure that that's uh, clear for our, for our listeners? I think our publicity committee does a fantastic job with us oh, on social right. media. Yes, um, well, to have a chair of a publicity is big for our club. Um, we have the McAdenville Women's Club is on Facebook. Um, Kristen and her team run that, uh, you would think we had a professional <laughs> signed up to do it. They're posting all the time. That's the best way to learn about the shirt sales. Okay. It's the best way to learn about our involvement in the community foundation and about the 5k. The 5k is also on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and then our website has all the yes. information about the woman's club. Everything. <laughs> yeah. And I did spend some time on there. It's a good, it's a good website. You okay. know, I, I mean, she I was able to you. read about the history of it. It yes. was, it was great. Yes. I mean, so, and that's where you can buy our shirts, you know, online if you don't want to get them in person. We offer shipping. Yes. And wow. you can pay with a card. Yes. It's fantastic. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's different than Mayberry probably. It yeah. is. And we're moving up. So before we finish, I'll get one thing I want to go back and do because I'm getting ready to get in tr- real trouble with my F3 buddies. I think I used the phrase "need for speed." I'm pretty sure it's "speed for need." Yeah, um, it's easy to do. Man, to do. oh, I will catch. I'm going to catch. Uh, well, sorry, I about said. I said <laughs> I'm going I'm to get a hard time for that one. So that's uh, it is the speed for need group, uh, part of F3 that that pushes the chariots in in the local 5Ks, including the the Christmastown 5K, and, you know, we do have a group of three or four chariots, I think, this year that are doing that. So, whew, I didn't correct that. I'll be in the doghouse big time. <laughs> so, any last words of wisdom or anything, guys, you'd like to share before we uh, finish this up? It's really been a, a really, really uh, terrific and educational um, episode. The lights are on at 5.30 and go off at 10.30? 10. 10. Is it 10? 10 or 10.30, Roxanne? Okay. And it's, it's seven nights a week. The time. And they seven. do not come on on December 27th. Yes. Do so. not come wait for them to come on on <laughs> okay. December 27th. So we'll laugh at you. And Every this is December, year. And this is December 1st, correct? So when December it 1st at 530, off at 10, all days of the week until December through the 26th. 26th. It used to be different so on what, what Saturdays week, and Sundays. What, what day of the week is December 1st? Thursday. Is it Thursday? Thursday. Tuesday. I said Tuesday. Thursday. Thursday. So this episode is going to. Is that the day you're this, airing this, this episode? Is going, this is going to air on the first day of, no. of the lights. Yeah, oh, Thursday, Thursday, December. So tonight. So we should have, this should be so like the tonight. hallelujah chorus should be going off at the end of this episode. Cue the music. I'm just kidding. Wow. Well, uh, what time does it air? We release it. I mean, it's, it's early in the morning. Okay, oh, yeah. so at 5.30 well, is the tree lighting. the tree lighting, yes. <laughs> so December 1st is the tree lighting. Um, the Yule Log is December 15th. Sounds good. Okay, so you heard it events. here. You can check it out Some on advice for, the for website. Listeners. Come during the week. There's less yes. traffic, and if you come yeah. before school gets out, before school gets out, it will be even better. Yes. Don't okay. wait till December 22nd. <laughs> and the lights are Just on timers, it. so it goes off whether you've waited in line for three hours yes. or not. No one's manually flipping the switch <laughs> or looking to see how long the line is on 85. Right. The they timer clicks, done. 
Yeah. But I, I'd like to say this was planned for us to release that <laughs> on the de- December 1st. But, you know, like most things around here, there was no plan. It just worked out that way. So, but that's cool, actually. I'm glad to hear that. So, um, ladies, I really appreciate your time today. And like I normally do, I'm going to finish up with my own book or podcast recommendation and my quote for the week. Um, a book that I just finished reading. It's called The Secret Society of Success. And by a gentleman named Tim Schurer, and it's really just a, it's about taking a different look at how we define success. And that's one reason I like it, whether it's personal, business, it doesn't really matter. It kind of addresses um, the rat race and how our society has kind of come to define success. And maybe we take a different look at, at how that looks. And my quote for this week uh, comes from uh, Indira Gandhi, who was a former, I think, prime minister of, uh, of India. And she said, you cannot shake hands with a clenched fist, which um, for some reason here, so we're recording this, I guess, a couple of weeks after the election. And for me, that just, um, if we could maybe do a little more handshaking, a little more, um, less clenched fists when we're having interactions, uh, especially um, when we're coming out of a, an election season, which for me is just, you know, let's get over with and go vote and get on with it and, and control the things we can control around here, like, you know, the good work that um, the McAdenville Women's Club is doing uh, in McAdenville and also in our, our county uh, as a whole. So so take take that book and that quote for for what it's worth uh, for you and, and uh, use it how, how you wish. So to our listeners, thanks so much for taking time today to listen to today's episode. Please spread the word if you can about the podcast, and please don't hesitate to contact us here at an email, which is podcast at gastonsgreat.com. We're always looking for suggestions for future podcast topics and guests. You can find the podcast and subscribe at the website, gastonsgreat.com, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And please follow us on all our social media platforms, and please continue to give us good five-star ratings. If there was a six-star rating, I'm sure that's what we would have today. That's right. But that helps us get noticed. And thanks again to Ashley, Kristen, and Roxanne for being our guests today. Gaston's Great is produced and brought to you by Naomi Hunt and Amy Anderson from GSM Services and edited here locally by the Sumner Group. I'm your host, Stephen Long. Thanks again for hanging out with us, and please keep coming back to hear more reasons why Gaston's Great. <music>